In this episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we cover a local jambalaya giveaway to celebrate Mardi Gras, guardian angel employees of a Starbucks in Texas, two brand new delicious donuts making their nationwide debuts, a granny cupcake thief in Florida, and a stabbing over spilled milk at a Walmart in Massachusetts, plus our food high and low moments of the week. Let's eat. our table in new orleans this is the past the everything podcast your favorite food podcast they probably don't need to know that we were just laughing so hard i snorted i was gonna say don't say we snorted there was one snorter in the room ma'am yeah (laughs) and i'm looking at her yeah 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 and they don't even know what was funny no no again just us saving all the best content for we're not recording we're super smart so good at that (laughs) very good at it we need to start one of those things where it's like paid for content but honestly it's not anything super valuable it's just no, like the, the it's, silliest stupidest it's stuff. just bullshit yeah, yeah. that's fine yeah. yeah and then we get into the regular you know stuff that we share with more you. bullshit <laughs> <laughs> he is my podcast partner for the sake of the podcast we call him pte he started the past the everything instagram that began this whole journey and he is now officially mm-hmm. recovered and now ready for mardi gras i'm now ready I finally caught COVID after we recorded. I feel bad. I should have told you, but it was like two days after I saw you. I I caught the cocoa. I finally got it. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing Crudevu. I have no idea when it happened, but it happened. Mm -hmm. But I'm back now and I'm good to go. So you missed the first weekend though. I missed the first weekend. I'm also really scared of, because I haven't obviously been drinking or anything. And then when I also got back from New York, I got sick. So I spent like about like two weeks where I had a viral infection and then I had COVID. So it's like, I... My drinking is not up to par. You're out of practice. Yeah, so I'm about to swan dive into Mardi Gras, and it's going to hurt. So. I'm, a, I'm afraid it's actually going to be a belly flop for you, my friend. A, a giant belly flop. <laughs> Big time belly flop. So very scared. And uh, she's Ashley. She's my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to help me launch this podcast. And she is one Friday down, one Friday to go. Do you, Would you like to explain? I'm in a dance crew that actually mm-hmm. performs in parades. We performed in one this past Friday. We're performing in another this upcoming Friday. Yep. And then otherwise just enjoying as a layperson at yeah. Mardi Gras, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't actually ride in any parades. It's not in my budget right now to spend thousands of dollars to throw money yeah. in the form of plastic Literally things Literally throw people. money. Yeah. Yeah, throw money. But have you I, ever done that? Yes, I have, just not in New Orleans. I've ridden oh, in okay. Lafayette. It's so much fun. I've always, it's a bucket list for me. I've never done it, but I've always wanted to ride in a parade. And I feel like I really just need to reach out to people and actively be like, look into it. And yeah. I just never do it. And every year I'm like, one year I'm going to do it. You know, there's two directions. There's one where you like join a crew. Yes. And that's, you know, the normal way. Uh-huh. There's another way where we could maybe like get enough people to give a fuck about this podcast and become like special guests of a parade. Oh, I like like that. That's the angle. That's the angle. I like that angle because the joining a crew thing, it's like, I'm too old. This feels like way too fraternal for me. Like like big fraternity vibes. I don't know how I feel about that. All the forced friendships, I'm good. 
but yeah. This way is like small scale local I D-list like celebrity. Yeah, exactly. We get, we could be like the seventh quote unquote float for like Barkus or something. Like People just are like who? Borrow a dog. Yeah, exactly. Who? <laughs> they do what? That's exactly what would happen. <laughs> But the few dedicated people who are really into it would be like, oh, I know exactly who they are. Yes, yeah. yes. That's all, what they look like? All Weird. three of them would show up. Uh-huh. It'd be a very exciting day. I know one thing, I would definitely still be equally level intoxicated. Yeah. I would be partying just as hard. I will reassure you that they latch you in with this harness thing into the float so you can't like physically Run fall away. Off. Yeah, no, so they treat me like a leash drunk. baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That, that's actually really smart. I didn't know that they did that, uh-huh. but that makes it's a lot a requirement. of sense. It's very but dangerous would we be, otherwise. Would we be part of a parade though where the floats are so big, like if we were to fall, if we'd hurt ourselves? I don't think that would be the case. I really don't. That's the goal, my friend. I mean, yeah, that's the goal. Think I'm just, big. I, I am, but I'm also keeping it real at the same time as far as like where we're at now. In the future, let's uh, reconvene. Speaking of New Orleans things, our first story in the scoop this week is actually local. Shout out to Zatarans. They did a big jambalaya kit giveaway to celebrate Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. but also to help address food security in the city, especially because, I mean, hello, we are still in a pandemic. I know sometimes you and I talk about like, oh yeah, back in peak pandemic times. Yes. But it is still a thing that's going on. It's it still is a thing still that we're dealing with. Creating food concerns. Yes. Food insecurity. Uh, it is a partnership with the crew of House Floats, which if you don't know what that is, while we didn't have Mardi Gras last year in the traditional sense, like there weren't parades because yeah. of COVID. Very depressing. So many artists and homeowners collaborated and turned their homes into Mardi Gras floats. Yeah, it was actually really cool to the point where, so some have continued doing it this year, mm-hmm. which I, I like. I actually want that tradition to keep going and mm-hmm. kind of just be a part of the whole Mardi Gras experience. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was something that actually came about as a result of COVID that I was a fan of. Now, would I like that to replace the normal, quote unquote, normal Mardi Gras? Absolutely not. But oh, to no, be no. a part of it is great. Anyway, In conjunction yeah. House with- floats were amazing. Yeah, I, got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like, would literally drive around the city like a tourist taking photos of people's homes because some of the house floats were so intricate. And like you said, they're hiring local artists uh, to come out and like paint their houses. Uh, they have you know specific themes and whatnot. It was just a really cool thing in general. To the point where they made a book showcasing- Yes. These beautiful photographs of all these house floats mm-hmm. and like new year, new theme, different house decorations and stuff. It's just really awesome. Anyway, they partnered with Zatarans to give away 500 jambalaya kits in the city. And you get the jambalaya kit, you got the sausage, you got go cups, koozies, other surprises, you know, like the fun Mardi Gras stuff. Yeah. I'm just mad that I missed it. Cause yeah, I'm mad that I missed it too. But also, like, it's really cool. I mean, this is just a feel good story. Um, they're, like you said, like they're battling food insecurity and they're helping out the community. And also on their end, this is a great way to market Zatarans because this is the time of year For where sure. people are buying the shit out of Zatarans products because it's a great product. It's locally made. They're very ingrained in like Louisiana culture mm-hmm. and Mardi Gras is kind of a thing that they do. A lot of people are eating like a lot of Zatarans, red beans and rice, jambalaya. Like it's just really good. Cause here's the thing. As much as I love homemade mm-hmm. during they call it, some people call it deep gras. Yes. You know, when you're really in the thick of Mardi Gras. Which is tomorrow when this podcast episode comes out. <laughs> we are about to be in deep gras. Yeah. Um, I don't do any from scratch cooking. No. I, there's too much going Ain't on. Ain't nobody got time for that? No. So it's either <laughs> like a mix 
something that comes prepackaged yes. or it's something that's frozen for me or it's something yes. that I'm eating out on the route and I probably don't remember that yeah. I ate it. And what better company to do that with than Zatarans, right. a local company right. that, by the way, does the prepackaged, like again, jambalaya, whatever, very well, mm-hmm. incredibly well. So if yes. you're going to do it, do it right and do it local. So there you go. So good job to them also for doing like such it. a really cool giveaway in the community. I like it. Uh, another feel good story in the scoop, which who are we? We yeah. usually don't have. Make it funny. This is boring. <laughs> tell me about tell me about someone dying, like in a funny way, not like death is funny. Uh, uh, oh, it depends on the content. I'm gonna stop talking. This is a feel good story <laughs> from Texas. Uh, I know often when we talk about you know the mega corporations, we're like, oh, the man. Bleh. Yeah, but, that's literally how we respond to it. Yeah, Ew, what? yeah. <laughs> man. <laughs> But every once in a while, they do something really good, and you're like, okay, you can have two points back. Two points for Gryffindor? Mm-hmm. All right. Over in Texas, a mom is thanking local Starbucks employees for looking out for her kid. Her daughter is 18. She was studying at Starbucks. She was there alone, okay. which, you know, you don't really think anything. You're like, you're there in the daytime. You're at a, a business. You're studying. Well, this man yeah. came up to her and was talking, 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 and... I'm really impressed by the people who work at that Starbucks because they were looking out. They were very aware of the situation. And one of the employees walked over to her, brought her a drink, and on the front of the cup, instead of writing the name, it said in in their handwriting, Mm -hmm. are you okay? Do you want us to intervene if you do take the lid off the cup? Yeah. And the kid was fine. She, like, signaled that she was like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm fine. This, yeah. this guy's harmless. I'm, I'm not. Did she signal it by yelling, no, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Back off. I'm the, fine. The guy's I'm like, huh? Also, your name is really long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, no, ends with fine. Hel- and ends with help, question mark? <laughs> it's fine. This guy's not bothering yeah. me. And the guy's like, yeah. oh. I'm not being attacked yet. <laughs> But I think back to times when I've worked in the bar scene and, you know, it is important for us to be like looking out for each other because you never know when it could go bad real fast. Yeah. This is like when all the Britney Spears videos were going viral and everyone's like, I think she's signaling to us that she needs help when she was doing like those dance moves and shit. Do you Mm -hmm. remember that? Yeah. Conspiracy theories around that. Mm -hmm. Mm, Okay. But no, this is really cool. This is playing out in real time. And the employee, you know, went out of their way to try to help somebody, but didn't want to, you know, signal to the other individual just in case, but also found a way to do it that was like respecting the person's privacy and kind of letting them steer how that whole interaction went down. Right, right. And it it turned out great because, you know, lo and behold, she's either not being harassed or not enough to where people need to intervene. So it's all good. But you know what? Those motherfuckers with the green apens, they're they're standing by. Yeah. And they're ready they're ready to act on this. So I'm 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 proud of those people. But you know, you can also be that person when you're out in a bar or whatever and you can kind of be aware of what's going on because how yes. many times have you seen something you were like, "Ooh, that's not a good situation." Yeah, and then how many times fair. do you also choose to do nothing about it? Where you're like, "Well, that sucks for them." See, and that's the thing. And I think about that a lot too because I think about scenarios where I've seen something in public where I was like made uncomfortable by something. Mhm but have never really done anything. I've just kind of watched it happen and then just went about my day. And then I start like, you know, doing the thing where I'm asking myself, I'm like, should I have, if this were to, should I have done anything? Or if this were to have escalated, would I have done anything at all? Or am I just somebody that stands around? Because I would like to say my gut says, well, yeah, I would have definitely intervened. 
But like the reality is, I don't think most people do it. In fact, like it's a huge, like a weird psychological thing that people do. Like we just don't, we don't engage for whatever reason. It's like, mm-hmm. the, like the carjackings. In, this is a very specific New Orleans story. The carjackings in New Orleans, like one of them happens in broad daylight at a fucking Costco at a gas station mm-hmm. and they jumped into the woman's car and they dragged her behind her own car. It's terrible. And not only did no one do anything as this woman is literally being dragged to the point where they had to take her to the hospital for, you know, road rash and all that stuff. But someone went up to a doctor that was well, trying was, to help yeah, the woman. Yeah, there was a doctor that was on the scene that yes. tried to help out. A, and- a doctor did try to help. And then uh, a man came up to her. And you would think the man is going to ask her, do you need assistance to a woman who's trying to assist another woman? And all he said was, ma'am, can you move your car? I'm trying to pump gas. Get so here. not only are people not helping, but they're being like, hey, I'm trying to move on about my day. And this whole like helping people out thing, kind of interrupting the gas process. So like less <laughs> like gas guy yes. and more like Starbucks employee. Yes. Do and you doctor need help? Woman. Yeah. yeah. Starbucks employee, yeah, doctor yeah, yeah, woman. Yeah. So basically we need to challenge ourselves if shit starts getting weird in public to a point where like, you know, that something is wrong, then maybe you should do something and try to figure out a way to do it. Like the Starbucks employee did where you're not putting somebody else at risk and you're respecting their privacy at the same time. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Be be better people. I'm challenging myself to do that. Be a better person. Is that the takeaway from the episode? Well, I'm not drunk yet. So (laughs) (laughs) get like two beers in me and uh, fast forward to 24 hours from now. And this whole challenging myself to be a better person's out the window. I'm like, you just see that happen. (laughs) I think with you, it's probably more like you're completely unaware of things that are happening. Like you're unaware that your wallet's gone. Like whatever's going on 20 feet away. (sighs) The number of times I've definitely been in situations that were shady and later on worked like be told. I had no idea because you know, I'm drinking. You're like, oh, wait, we didn't know those people? Like, like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) No. Dude, they're calling me to testify. I'm like, what happened? (laughs) I don't know him. While we're talking about coffee, uh, I have a maybe a time saver for you. I've never thought of this to be a problem. If coffee and donuts is just too time consuming and it's too many separate elements for you in your morning. Coffee, donuts, donuts, and coffee. I don't know. Too much. Crunch for time. Yeah. Hostess is now selling caffeinated donuts. Take the two things, put them together. They are called boost jumbo donuts. Wow. And each one has the same amount of caffeine as a cup of coffee. Holy fuck. There's two flavors right now. I'm already addicted. Chocolate mocha, mm-hmm. caramel macchiato, available at convenience stores nationwide starting this month. Wow. Are you in? Is this worth a trip to a convenience <sighs> store in the morning? I don't know. Also, my brain is so, as soon as you said caramel macchiato, I thought of uh, Talladega Nights where the dude that plays board. I was like, macchiato. <laughs> Anyways, ADHD brain. I don't know why I just shared that with everybody. Back to uh, donuts, back to yeah, donuts. Back. Bring reel me back. in, Bring reel me back. in. Um, I don't know if I would try this because the issue is I already know that I would enjoy it very much. Like I am addicted to caffeine and sugar. Like I get up every day and I literally do not do anything without having coffee first i also love sugar especially like we're we're team chocolate over here Mm -hmm. i love chocolatey treats i love sugary treats just candy bars donuts all that shit like i would eat it 24 7 if i could without killing myself 
I don't, I don't see need- you allowing somebody to take away your coffee just because it's in a donut. No, the issue is I'll be eating a caffeinated donut while drinking coffee. Right. And now I'm getting like double jacked in the morning. <laughs> and honestly, I think I just talked myself into trying this because <laughs> it sounds like the best buzz of all time. Like I'm getting the sugar buzz with the donut and the caffeine with the donut and the coffee. It's like two cups of coffee. <laughs> My voice is rising. This is getting crazy. Have you had any coffee? <laughs> I've, like, had, I've had some Diet Coke. Thanks okay, to you. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> no, this sounds like something um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm not going to lie. I really want to try it, but I, I've, I'm scared of how much I'm going to enjoy. Are you going to try this? I don't go to convenience stores enough. My thing is if you mm. put this in a grocery store, I would definitely impulse buy this. Fair. But I'm not swinging by like a 7-Eleven or whatever in the morning to go get a caffeinated donut. Yeah, that's fair. Although. Because also mm. convenience stores don't ever have drive throughs Like I have to get out of my car for this. Not happening. See, I do appreciate going into a convenience store and it's to get food, but it's always brother's chicken. Because God In damn, the morning for breakfast? Not in the morning because they, <laughs> they don't yes. sell it yet. But during for Mardi Gras, absolutely. <laughs> the answer is yes. And let me tell you what. Brothers Gas Station Chicken, depending on which location, like gas station you go to, that is some of the best chicken you'll ever have, especially during Mardi Gras. It is delicious. Also, sometimes the saltiest, depending on which location. Also But true. that's sometimes exactly what you need when you're that it's drunk. That's exactly what you need. Mm-hmm. Also, the mm-hmm. biscuits and everything. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. wait, 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 Anyways. wait, wait. Stay on donuts because yeah. I have another story about okay. donuts. All right, all right, all right. This one takes us to Krispy Kreme where they do have drive throughs by the way. They have just unveiled three different... Twix donuts. Wow. In a partnership that I don't know we ever knew we wanted or really needed. Uh-huh. But but we did. There are three different varieties. And at first I'm like, well, there's only one kind of Twix. Yeah. Just, despite that marketing campaign where they started saying like left Twix and right, they're the same thing. I actually made that be like an unpopular take here. I actually like that marketing campaign because as dumb as it was, I actually thought it was kind of clever at the same time. Mm, well. It got people talking about it. I'm, I'm, yeah, you're right. Anyways. I'm talking about it right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> Anyways. So there are three different kinds of Krispy Kreme Twix donuts. They all have really long titles. So stick with me. The first one, Caramel Cookie Crunch Bar Donut filled with a Twix cookie bar. What? <sighs> okay. So this is one of those. I just like, had some things happen <laughs> in my body. These are the long donuts. They're bar shaped, right? Uh-huh. Filled with chocolate cream and a full-size Twix candy bar. There's a Twix inside the Twix donut. In the donut. Dipped in chocolate icing, drizzled with dolce de leche and chocolate icing, topped with little Twix crumbly pieces. Wow. Like a little Twix submarine with a a Twix hiding inside of this donut. Oh. Oh, my God. The next one, you have the original shaped donut. It is the Caramel Cookie Crunch Original Filled Donut topped with Twix cookie bar pieces. Chocolate iced donut with salted caramel filling. Salted caramel filling sounds pretty <sighs> pretty fantastic. Topped with the Twix bar crumbly pieces, drizzled with the dolce de leche. Okay. Just a beautiful little donut with caramel inside. Sounds so good. Yeah. We need to just stop recording and just drive there now. I know, be when right back. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, the mini caramel cookie donut okay. topped with Twix cookie bar pieces. So it's it's the same thing, just like smaller, 
without the caramel filling, you know, if you don't need like quite so many calories, but you still want to do the Twix donut experience. Listen, motherfuckers, if you're <laughs> going to get like the double Twix donut, like, I'm sorry, I don't want to see you get the one that has like the less filling because you're watching your calories. If you're already giving it, it's like go, going to McDonald's and getting a large number one Big Mac meal with the cheeseburger on the side, <laughs> McDouble, uh, but then getting a Diet Coke because you're trying to watch your shit. Like, like just just get the fucking what you need to get. Like you don't you're not tricking anybody here, and you're certainly not lying. I mean, if you're trying to lie to yourself, uh, spoiler alert, you are failing. So just just get the, get the one that's filled with all the all the filling with the double Twix in it. Honestly, the first one sounds like the best because it sounds like basically like a Twix fucked a maple bar. Yeah, but, and, and there's a baby Twix growing on the inside yeah. that also somehow managed to like kill the parents and chop up its body, and then sprinkle it on top of the maple bar. Uh, Twix baby donut fucking. Uh, yeah, that's I'm what following. I want. Actually, yes. that should be the description on the website. Pieces of a Twix donuts. dead body inside, on while another the, Twix waits inside the, the donut. Baby from the donut <laughs> maple bar fucking. <laughs> that's, it's it's that's so the weird. Kind of donut that I want. It's so weird that that description didn't make it to the commercials. You know, <laughs> maybe in Europe. I don't know. <laughs> Bunch of prudes over here. <laughs> I want that donut though for real. It sounds awesome. Don't go for the last one. That one sounds like a little little bitch donut. cop out. Yeah. yeah. What I didn't know is that Krispy Kreme has done these kind of collabs with candy bars before. They've done this with Butterfinger, Hershey's, multiple times with Reese's. Mm. I'm just mad that they haven't brought this one back to the states because there's been an overseas collaboration with Snickers. I thought I was gonna say Tim Tams. I was like, oh, no. here we go. Snickers. They've done a Snickers collab outside of the United States. That's when so can we weird. get that one? That is really weird. I feel. I feel like the United States has overall a consensus like Snickers top five candy bar. Uh, we've done a lot of surveys, and I can't remember if there's ever been. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. We haven't done okay. any surveys. No, yeah. We've done zero surveys. <laughs> Let me clarify. We've, we've looked at other surveys and then made fun of people for putting right. an effort into things. Right. We have casually talked about them. Yeah. The only thing I've done is applied for a chili cheese keg, which I did not Didn't win. even win. <laughs> so, no, we have conducted, you and I have conducted zero surveys right. to this day. But Snickers, I feel like, is a pretty popular candy bar in the United States. I'm very confused as to why they just don't think that it would do well here. And to me, Snickers is very, like, American, but for whatever reason. I do kind of see Snickers having, like, a bald eagle with a gun right. in his hand. Being like, <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> that's how an eagle would talk in my eyes. Yeah, Snickers drinks American beer for sure. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I don't know why. I feel, I feel like Snickers is very American. We go to Florida for our next story. And this sounds like it's going to be some ratchet shit, but to me, it's like attacking a child. And I'm, that's a weird way to set up this story. So you just define something very ratchet. Yeah. <laughs> this might sound ratchet, but it has to do with a child being attacked. Like, wait, what? Look, I want to shout out this fourth grader in San Carlos Park, Florida. Gabriel is the reigning champion of his school science fair. Okay. And you're like, Ashley, what the hell does that have to do with food? Yeah. Also, I feel like you're just shouting out like a cousin or something right yeah. now. Yeah. Sup, nerd? <laughs> Way to go. You're the number one nerd, nerd. <laughs> you're the number one nerd at your school. <laughs> this year, he had come up with a sweet new invention for the science fair, a solar oven that could bake cupcakes. Okay. So this is the kind of nerd we need to be friends with. Right. Okay. Now I'm, you I'm see why this. I'm shouting out random Wait, nerds. Wait, he's in fourth grade? Yes. And he's building solar ovens? Yes. Like, I, I guess his parents would never get him an easy bake. So he's like, fuck you guys. I'll build my own and I'll win a ribbon for it at the science fair. Two nights ago, I ate an entire cup full of chocolate chips for dessert because I didn't want to make cookies. 
<laughs> this kid is making solar ovens and I'm like, just pour the chocolate chips into a cup. <laughs> <laughs> this kid had this oven in development for weeks. It was created from half a globe. It was insulated. He was running his final tests over the weekend. He's even testing it out. Motherfucker. Put out in the family's driveway because, you know, it's solar powered. So it's heating up in the sun. It's getting all the rays. He's got to get it powered up. And it was stolen. The theft was caught on surveillance camera. This car pulled up. An old lady gets out, (laughs) grabs it, back in the car, drives away. Now, like, look, I get it. It's out in the driveway and it's not. Wait, a- are you justifying this no, robbery? No, no. Defend your cousin. Someone may have thought it was like, I don't know what you would think it is. Like, it, does it look like trash? I don't, I don't know. Apparently I don't know. it looks like it's worth stealing. She doesn't, I guarantee fucking Meemaw doesn't know what it is, but she's like jackpot. You know? It was this. Think I could sell it on Craigslist? Maybe. Probably. That's Probably. what people think. Yeah. So a grandma would still use Craigslist too. Right. Nice reference. Right. So this poor kid, like, what did he do for his science fair? He went from winner to not even bringing anything this year. Now you're a nerd and a loser. Right. (laughs) The highs and lows. Uh, But they have the whole thing on camera. So now they're like looking out for this science fair, solar oven cupcake thief. Yeah. Stealing other people's property from right in front of their house. We need, I wish we, is the footage out there? Can we go into like some local Florida news website and watch? Because I want to see how fast his grandma was. Like, did she bust out of the car with like her new balances on (laughs) and like scurry up the driveway and grab this thing? Or is she like. She's definitely wearing Skechers, if anything, you know? Oh my gosh. She's with like the insoles, Uh like the the Peyton Manning commercial Uh Skechers. She's definitely wearing those. Yeah. (laughs) With like some pleated khakis or something. Have you ever watched the news in Florida? No. It is the wildest experience. Because you know how anytime we do these stories, there's always a crazy one from Florida. Yes. Imagine just a whole daily broadcast of shit like that. They're just like, well, we woke up again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some things happen and here they are. Ladies and gentlemen, news. thanks for tuning in. It's another day in Florida. So <laughs> strap in, buckle up. It's about to get weird. Yeah. But for them, it's like not even weird anymore because it's like every day. Yeah. No, I haven't. But you were just there. I'm guessing, are you alluding to, did you watch the news while you were there? No, I was there for a hot minute for a wedding. Okay. I wasn't watching I didn't the news. know if you were like, yeah, sorry, no. I'm late to the wedding. Was catching up on no. the news. Shit's crazy here, guys. <laughs> Let me tell you some stuff. <laughs> I do have one last crazy story and it is food focused and it is not in Florida, surprisingly. All right. It does take place in a Walmart though. God damn it. Every time we tried to <laughs> try to get away from it. I almost went to Walmart today and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You they, almost, have, they have cheap Mardi Gras suits. Oh, I was going to say you probably went for that little Debbie ice cream that we've talked about. Oh my God. Oh, so I can get my nut shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I need to go there and pick up that. And I do want to get a Mardi Gras suit and they have some there. I hate that. I just said that. Well, don't go to the one in Massachusetts in this. Uh, I, I don't know where it is in Massachusetts. The, avoid all the Walmarts in Massachusetts based on this story. Okay. That's easy. Because right. they're stabbing people over there. Oh, Fuck around, find out. <laughs> they say you're not supposed to cry over spilled milk. I assume that you probably also shouldn't stab anybody over it, but that's actually what happened. A 23-year-old man was arrested for stabbing another man just after 5 a.m. last week in a Walmart. They work the graveyard shift together there. I was going to say, these these are peak stabbing hours, so <laughs> it kind of makes a little sense here. Like, at 5 a.m., nothing's good. Like, 
if you're at a Walmart and you're shopping for milk at 5 a.m., it's not because you just woke up. Like you're right. probably ending whatever night you're got, you got going on. So yeah, they're not shopping for milk. They work there together and they were on their break during the graveyard shift. According to police, these two men were arguing literally over spilled milk. Fantastic. One of them is a janitor and he was upset because the other guy spilled the milk and didn't clean it up. They got in a fight. It all ended with the janitor stabbing the first guy. But, but apparently he claims the first guy punched him in the face first as they're, again, fighting over spilled Classic milk. Classic self-defense move. Gotta stab him next. Time to escalate. The janitor was charged with assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. The other guy was hospitalized, but he'll be fine. Ugh. The janitor was released until his next court date. And apparently he can go back to work at Walmart. Yeah, of course he can, because fucking Walmart. There's no, there's, there are no rules at Walmart. I, well, yeah, there is just, a rule that he and the first guy cannot be within twenty yards of each other. Twenty with- yards? <laughs> he can throw a knife that distance. Can you imagine that? Like a standoff? Yards? I don't know. Like a, I don't know. Like if you really tried, I feel like he could. I don't underestimate like janitor strength. Those guys can do a lot of shit. They work with tools every day. It's kind of their thing. Also, like. I don't want to fuck with the people that shop at Walmart, but you know what, like, top-tier level people you don't want to fuck with? The janitor at Walmart. Right, the people who's at the end of their shift at Walmart. He will literally stab you at 5 a.m. over some spilled milk. Like, you don't give a fuck. So, yeah, that, again, I'm staying far away from that man. 20 yards is absolutely nothing. I wouldn't be surprised if he could take a box cutter and chuck it 20 yards and hit a target. So, yeah, I'm staying staying far away. That is terrifying. I'm glad this uh, other human being is alive and in the hospital and doesn't have hopefully anything too severe. That's, that's traumatizing. And hopefully it wasn't over some like embarrassing shit. You got some like uh, that really weird, like off brand almond milk, like, and that's what you got stabbed over. Like imagine telling that to people. Like at least I, ho- I hope it's like 2%. Like I'm just doing some manly shit. Next thing I know. Hello. Hello. Stabbed. Chocolate milk. That's worth stabbing over. That's the only one in my opinion. Yeah, no. I mean, if you stab somebody over chocolate milk, you don't even get in trouble for it. Right. That's right. the law. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a federal law. They wouldn't even do the twenty yards thing. No, like, they wouldn't. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I understand. If anything, you should have killed him when you stabbed him. Well, guy in the hospital, did you learn your lesson? Uh, don't yeah. spill that chocolate milk. Yeah, don't spill chocolate milk because you'll get stabbed <laughs> over it. In fact, you'll get in trouble if you don't stab, if you don't stab somebody over chocolate milk. Those are just the rules. These are the rules. Ask the, those kids that are protesting in California. They fucking know. Do you remember how we just, in this same episode, were telling people to be better people and treat yeah. each other well? Now we're and encouraging take care people of each other. to stab yeah. one another over spilled chocolate milk. Here's the rules. Yeah. Somebody spills chocolate milk, you have to stab you gotta them. Stab them. Guess I gotta are, stab them. We you are now. all over the place, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Great place fantastic. to end the scoop and go straight into our food high and low moments of the week. Yes. What you got for me? Yeah, I'll go first because I've been. Uh, I've been pretty bro. Wow. I've been pretty boring. So, uh, caught COVID I'm guessing again at crew don't know when, whatever it happens. So it's been boring. And I guess my food low is I just been eating soup and drinking water, which is just me drinking liquid IVs and like the blue Powerades. Cause that's the best flavor. And I don't even know what the flavors think. It's just blue, blue, blue. Yeah. I drink the blue and, uh, but I have to, I have to kind of give a little bit of a slight here. I discovered a Trader Joe's product that I am not a fan of. Is this the first one ever? It actually might be the first product that they've ever put out that I have tried that I don't enjoy at all. Their chicken noodle soup, their pre-packaged chicken noodle soup, it's not good. And the thing is, it's crazy because I think if I would have had the same chicken noodle soup eight years ago when I lived in Colorado, 
I think I would have actually enjoyed it. You would have it. accepted that. I would have decent. accepted it. It may be even good. Now that I've been in Louisiana for mm-hmm. the past eight years or so, I enjoy food that has flavor to it. <laughs> you've seen the light now. I've seen the light. Yeah. I like how you did the the Italian hands. Yeah. Like you've seen the light. Like, oh, bop a <laughs> So, oh, you've seen the light. <laughs> so, it's like I've been indoctrinated. I'm a made man now. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I don't know. Like it just, it had absolutely no flavor to it. I was like dumping Sriracha, even like doing some, uh, some Tony's in it because I was like, I can't get this soup to, in fact, I ended up throwing away most of the container because even after flavoring it that much, I I couldn't get myself around to liking it. So Trader Joe's, please, for the love of God, like hire a a Louisiana, like a a Louisiana to like come in and consult you and like add some flavor to some of your prepackaged products because you really need it. Your soup, your soup is lacking. You know what? I think you just gave me a realization because as a Louisiana, maybe it is because I'm from Louisiana that I've always thought that chicken noodle soup in general sucks. With the soda on the side. No, it just sucks. No, 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 I'm just saying the soda. I'm not interested in any of that. You know, no, I've never the, yeah. liked it. Yeah. And when I'm sick and they're like, oh, do you want some soup? I'm like, yeah, but none of that chicken noodle garbage. Yeah. Because like if you're lucky, it tastes like salty water with chicken in it. And that's if you're lucky. Yeah. Like you just said, because usually it's very bland with chunks of chicken, which is meh, and then carrots, which I'm not, I'm not even a fan of carrots to begin with. So now I, now I have to eat like carrots with no flavor to them. This is horrible. And some noodles floating around just for appearances. Yeah. And, I, you, you know, know, I was very fortunate because I did not lose my sense of taste, obviously, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I was still, you know, getting upset over this bland chicken noodle soup. But Trader Joe's, you're better than this. And the reason why I'm on your ass right now is because I love you so much because your products are delicious. Well, lesson learned. Next time you get sick, there's many better soups. And hopefully yes. even Trader Joe's has better soup options. Yes. And my, my food high... Um, is uh, I had to shout out Raising Cane's because they do a fantastic job. So they sent a surprise like Mardi Gras gift basket oh, to, like, with like gift cards and like gear koozies and a cool fanny pack, which I will definitely be wearing at all the parades. Fanny pack is the Mardi Gras MVP. Yeah, and by, for people that are listening and do not know, if you are attending Mardi Gras in any fashion, parade, going out to the bars, put your belongings in a fanny pack. Trust me, like it, it might sound like I'm trying Doofy, to take you back. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like late 80s, early 90s, I promise you. Okay, Dad. Yeah, okay, Dad. Okay, cool. <laughs> Have fun losing your wallet like I did a week and a half ago. But honestly, it's it's so smart because you're like, oh, do you need a koozie for that beer? It's in my fanny it's pack. It's in my fanny pack. My keys in my fanny pack. Yeah. Uh, some cash. Yeah. Need that in my fanny pack. Yep. Chapstick. Sure. Need that. Sunglasses. Need that. You know, and when the sun goes down, put them in my fanny pack. Yeah, you won't lose your sunglasses. Unless somebody like unclips it off of you and runs off, you're not going to lose anything. Don't be like me who has like 16 drinks one night and then wakes up the next day and realizes their wallet is gone. And then mm-hmm. you just hate yourself. And then you get very lucky because a nice stranger turns into the bar. That doesn't happen during Mardi Gras. In fact, 99% of the time that wallet is gone, gone forever. forever. So, and all the cards are used immediately. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. So I got extremely lucky with that. So anyways, use a fanny pack. I'm very fortunate. That is my food high of the week. So shout out to Canes. Uh, y- y'all are fantastic. I love your food to begin with, but I'm a fan for life. I'm going to ride or die with Canes for life. And also they wrote a nice little note because my, my nephew was attacked by a dog and was hospitalized from it. And I was sharing a little bit of it on Instagram and the people at Kane saw it and they actually included a little note in the package saying that they felt bad for my nephew and they included some extra swag there for him too. So, yeah, so it was just a very nice, you know, heartwarming, sincere thing they did. 
Um, honestly, I don't even know how they got my updated address. So that's a little <laughs> weird, Canes, when you talk about that. But aside from that. Wait, wait, wait. But we also need to point out mm-hmm. that there is a Raising Canes location on the St. Charles Avenue parade yes. route. So you are ready, yes. locked and loaded for chicken tendies. Because guess who has gift cards now, mm-hmm. motherfuckers? I'm going to be rolling up being like, and you get a Caniac, and you get a Caniac. Actually, I think they're box combo, whatever. Anyways, I'm very <laughs> excited. It was a very nice gesture. I appreciate the note from my nephew. I now have to send him some some cane swag because he doesn't know what that is. One, he's a very teeny tiny kid. And two, he lives in Washington State. I'm pretty sure they don't have raising canes up there yet. Just a shit ton of Jack in the Boxes and Wendy's. So <laughs> he will he will have some swag to wear soon. And that is my food high and my low. What is yours? My low uh, is probably after the parade Friday that I was in. When we dance, we are like costumed out. Yes. I'm surprised that people can always recognize me because like we talked about last week, I am in a wig. I am in clothing that you would never see me wear otherwise. Like we are in custom made sequined corsets. Yes. And like fishnets and glitter tails and fringy shorts and whatever. Crazy. Your hair color for the for like the one or two nights that you are doing this is the same color as everyone else around you, yeah, which yeah, never yeah. happens. Yeah, because yeah. we're mermaids. Um, after the parade Friday night, uh, we ended up downtown. Mm-hmm. So one of my fellow mermaids and I went to Lucy's, which is a bar right there, because uh, mm-hmm. we wanted drinks. We don't actually drink on the route in our crew. Um, we wanted food. I was going to boo, but I know if I get out of trouble. <laughs> boo. Don't get me in trouble. Let them drink. But this, is all coming from, this is all coming from me. <laughs> we were both like, ooh, chicken tenders would be great. And you know how when you order chicken tenders at a bar, usually you'll get like two or three tenders and yeah. some fries and your sauce, right? Yeah. We opened the box and I want to say we each had like six chicken tenders, but we were both still in our corsets. I'm like, oh my God, there's no way I can stuff more than a chicken tender into this corset. Yeah, it's not happening. So I eat some fries. I eat a chicken tender mm-hmm. and I'm walking around the rest of our night out to like several other bars with this box of chicken tenders. As you should. I'm out until four in the morning that night, which <laughs> is not a thing that I do often anymore. That's a late one. But I'm out till 4 a.m. with this box of chicken tenders that I have a death grip on. I'm like, uh-uh, I bought these. I paid for them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't forget my chicken tenders. At one point I went to the bathroom and I'm remembering that I'm like still in a course. I'm like, oh shit, I'm not gonna be able to get out. I'm gonna pee myself because I can't get out of this costume. You. But before I did, I made the bartender. I was like, well, you watch my chicken tenders. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like hiding them behind the bar. Oh my God. I'm going to piss myself. Watch these chicken tenders watch these real chicken quick. Tenders. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> Ma'am, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't okay. understand how any of this goes together. <laughs> but my low was the next day trying to reheat these chicken tenders. And I'm so exhausted because again, I was out until 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. I fell asleep halfway through eating my leftovers and I woke up and like there's chicken tenders on my couch and oh. like... I can't reheat them like again. They've already been out oh, until I four wouldn't. in the morning. Yeah. And like, Ugh. yeah, yeah. That was the low is my, my next day chicken tender hangover. Okay. Well, you're out until four in the morning though. So kudos to you, especially <laughs> yeah. after Mart dancing and everything in a parade. Like that's a lot. That's a commitment yeah, out in that costume until four in the morning. <sighs> then uh, Sunday is my high. Cause we were on the route. The sleepy girls were all together except one of us who was actually in a parade on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And in that parade, they make these custom they're chalices, right? But yes. since it's the King Arthur parade, they call them grails, you know, yes. and like you're catching the Holy the Grail. Holy Grail. And the people who ride in this parade decorate the grails to be really cool. Well, she custom decorated four 
sleepy girls, grail chalice things Hell that yeah. have SGSC on them. <laughs> like they've got wine and cheese and crackers like inside the cup Dude, and it's all glittered. Yeah. And so we're all carrying our custom things and we go inside after the parade. And I could not even tell you everything we ordered from Superior Seafood. I know we started with oysters. Mm. I know that steak was on the table. Yeah. Uh, I know that a bottle of wine was involved. I know that there was some tuna. I know that there were crawfish things. There was macaroni of some kind. Um, there was a salad that we were all sharing, but we didn't have enough forks. So we were like feeding each other salad. <laughs> <laughs> so we are trashed in a booth with all of our custom yes. grails and all of our beads that we caught. Just like smorgasbord of drunk girls oh post God. parade that's the best oh man sorry I, sorry i didn't mean to cut no, you that off was there. It. i just love <laughs> superior seafood when i'm really really drunk during mardi gras <laughs> after a parade because you never remember anything but you always remember like i'm pretty sure we had like a pimp's cup there was like a couple of rounds of oysters that went around but you're just having the best fucking time and everyone in that restaurant is shit house drunk because we had been drinking their frozen yes. pomegranate mojitos yes. all day yes on the parade route, which, by the way, starts this year right by their building. Okay. So we were walking inside and getting, like, rounds of frozen pink drinks. Yeah. Which are delicious. So good. And then, yeah, that was... Uh, and the frozen French 75s they do, which they do they're those known as for. Well. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just honestly curious to see an itemized receipt of everything that we ordered after the parade. It was all delicious. Yeah. I'm happy with everything we got. Those are some of the best memories. Yeah. But... <laughs> God, that's awesome. And shout out to the they, Sleepy Girl Supper Club. Like those holy grill. Like that, we're that's super legit. official now. At first they tried to sit us at a regular table and I was like, oh no, no, look at all this crap we have. Like we need <laughs> this whole booth. Do you not see the grails we are holding? We are royalty, right. sir. We would like this booth. And they're yes. like, um, okay, sure. <laughs> also, the booth has more room for all the food we're about to order. Yeah. Also, I'm going to order everything on the menu. So we're going to need a fucking booth. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't think we've met. We order at yeah. least four entrees. <laughs> There's only three of us sitting here right now. The but, SE you know. stands for supper clubs. Yeah. So supper clubs don't <laughs> sit at tables. They sit in a fucking booth. That's amazing. Well done. Well you know, done. it's our fault because we still haven't made like official clothing merch that has, you know, the sleepy girls yeah. crest or patch or something on it. Matching so how, shirts. how are they supposed to know? How are they supposed to know? They'll know soon enough. Soon enough. <laughs> If the listeners uh, happen to work at that restaurant. Anyway, we thank you for spending some time with us listening to this podcast. We will not have a new episode next week. No. Not on Mardi Gras. I'll be dying. No, yes. Yeah. I'm literally, I'm very scared for this year. I, that, usually by this point, I've already had three to five very drunken, very late nights where I'm warming up and I'm like, okay, I'm starting to get in the swing of things. I am not there at all. I went out one night, lost my wallet, and then got the cocoa. So right. now I'm like, okay, uh, it's going to happen regardless of you know whether I'm ready or not. So yeah, we were not. We will not be recording episode next week because y'all don't want to hear that. I mean, you you might. <laughs> But you, you won't get it, so fuck off. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, we will be back to talk to you in March. Until then, you can always find us on social media. We are at PTE Pod. Keep sharing with a friend. Um, like, rate, review, all the things that you're supposed to do to help us grow this podcast. And we will talk to you in March. Come back for seconds. <laughs>